Some days are so big that you just don't want them to end. That's true in the church, too. In fact, we have a tradition in the church that, well, certain feast days are so big that we just want to keep feasting. We just can't get enough in one day. And so we extend those feast days, often for eight days. And we we call those eight-day celebrations an octave. Same way we get eight musical notes and an octave for a scale. Eight. Octagon. Eight. So we got two of those feast days left in the modern calendar, Christmas and Easter. And probably all of us would realize, yeah, those are pretty big days. It makes sense that we would want to extend them and celebrate them for eight more days. But what a lot of people don't realize is that in the history of the church, well, there were a lot of octaves, like maybe like 15, 16, or even more at one point. And as you might imagine, if you celebrated that many feast days for eight days, well, there's just not a whole lot of ordinary days left over. You're always in an octave of something. So the church got rid of a lot of those octaves. But at least until 1969, we had not only the octave of Easter and the octave of Christmas, but the octave of Pentecost. Yeah, that that time in which we are right now, we just celebrated Pentecost this last Sunday. Well, today should be Tuesday in the octave of Pentecost. But in 1969, they made changes to the calendar and moved a bunch of stuff around and changed it all up, and it kind of confused everybody. And for those of us that have uh, only known the modern calendar, maybe it's not so confusing because it's all we know. But one of the sad losses, I think, in the change of the calendar in 1969 was loss of the octave of Pentecost. Because if there had to be a third day, which is super big, Pentecost is it. And, and sadly, with the elimination of the octave of Pentecost, I don't know that a lot of people would think that Pentecost is that big a deal. You know, it's, well, it's the end of Easter. We, we have a big to-do on Sunday. We wear red and sing Veni Sancti Spiritus for the sequence. And isn't that nice? And then we put the Paschal candle away and it's just back to green. Well, I think we should make Pentecost an octave again. That's right. You heard it here. In fact, one of the options in the modern calendar is that uh, on certain days where there are no other obligatory feast, you can celebrate a votive mass. And so I, all during this would-be octave of Pentecost, I celebrate votive masses of the Holy Spirit, and I wear red, and we celebrate mass for the Holy Spirit anyway. So it's, well, it's almost an octave of Pentecost. But the theological point behind all this nerd liturgy humor is that Pentecost really is that big a deal because, well, the Holy Spirit is that big a deal. People think of, you know, confirmation as getting the Spirit, but see last week's uh, Sean the Baptist Live for how uh, the explanation of how confirmation got to where it's at. Because really, the gift of the Spirit is given in baptism. All of us receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our baptism and become temples of the Holy Spirit. You have God living in you every day, at every moment. Now, of course, that's strengthened by the sacramental presence of the Eucharist, but that only lasts for however long the accident of bread would stay in our body. So, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. But God dwelling in you as the third person of the Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit, that has begun to exist at the moment of your baptism and can be lost by mortal sin, but it, we go to confession and have that restored. But God dwells in you at every moment. And the gift of the Spirit at Pentecost to go out and be missionary disciples, boy, doesn't the church need that right now. So I think if ever there were a time to say we need to focus on the Holy Spirit more, it's now. Because well, the Holy Spirit doesn't like a whole lot of, well, stinginess and stagnation. 
The Holy Spirit wants to keep things moving, especially coming out of the whole COVID pandemic. Wouldn't it be a great time to be open to the freshness of the Holy Spirit like happened on Pentecost? So happy Tuesday in the former octave of Pentecost. And if you celebrate the Latin Mass, the extraordinary form, it really is the octave of Pentecost. So I enjoy doing that. Either celebrate a votive Mass of the Holy Spirit in the new calendar or celebrate the Latin Mass and happy octave of Pentecost, everybody. Whatever it is, whatever calendar you follow, whether you're a liturgy nerd or not, let's be grateful that God, at the moment of our baptism, chose to dwell in us like a temple, like the temple in Jerusalem. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So whatever calendar you celebrate, go out and be a beautiful instrument of the Holy Spirit today. And God bless you.